0: All right, everyone, we are back for another episode of Teaching Music Tomorrow. My name is Victoria Bowler, and I am here with the fabulous Anne Molesky. And today we are talking all about transitions in the music room. Transitions are those things that make the different sections of our class flow from one activity to the other. And um, when our transitions are set up really well, our chaos is kind of minimized and (laughs) things feel a lot more um, kind of like buckled up, (laughs) so to speak, um, than than if we were to just try to go from one big chunk of the lesson into the next one without letting students kind of wrap their brains around what's going on. So Anne, um, talk to me about all that. What are your thoughts here?
1: Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. So transitions are the piece of your lesson plan that combines all of the segments together. So we've talked Mm -hmm. a lot about how um, on this podcast we talk about teaching music tomorrow, but a lot of times we give you more than just tomorrow, but also the day after that and the day after that. And so thinking about how you're chunking things down into digestible chunks, Mm -hmm. to use the Mm -hmm. word in the definition. Yep. from lesson to lesson, you then have to think about how you're piecing Mm. all of those puzzle pieces together. So what happens in a lesson plan is you have transitions because otherwise, as you mentioned, there's a lot of chaos. So a lot of times what happens, when I observe my own teaching kind of back reflecting or observe others like student teachers or anything like that, a lot of times the classroom management issues happen in the transitions because yes. that is where um, kids get off task because they don't have a directive, right? And so by mm-hmm. being able to have these really intentional transitions leading from one activity to another where students are being asked to do something where they're actively engaged still in some sort of something, yeah. um, a lot of that tends to be diminished.
0: Hmm. You yeah. mentioned something. Um, one of the things that you talked about, Anne, was transitions between different segments of a lesson, which we'll talk about today. I assume. Um, but you also made it seem like we could also have different transitions, like between lessons. So maybe that's what you want. Maybe you want to talk to us a little bit about that, because we could think of transitions vertically, like first this activity and this activity and then this activity. But we could also think about them horizontally, so like class one, class two, class three. And you mentioned the word chunking. I don't know if you want to mention that or, or talk anything about that
1: yeah no sure so i think if you listen to last week's episode where we talked about movement activities um and i'm actually going to talk a little bit more about um Zemartik again today um or maybe not today next time I'm going to <laughs> next episode, but anyway, um, I talked a lot about how I would use different patterns of like walk and sway and tiptoe mm-hmm. and that type of thing. So if that's something that my students aren't familiar with in terms of movement vocabulary, before I even go to the dance, that's something that I would have a lesson chunk or a lesson segment for, knowing that's part of like my overall summertime like unit plan, right? Mm -hmm, Um, But mm -hmm. then kind of breaking it down into what's the first experience with the vocabulary that those students are going to know, and where's a natural stopping point so that Mm -hmm. the next lesson, we can come back and quickly um, kind of grab what we what we did last time and then move forward through sort of that unit plan is that what you're
0: oh yeah Uh, absolutely absolutely because when you when you just open up oh i don't know like any any text like you could pull out any book from your bookshelf and it would be like (laughs) um you know like here's this activity and so then people will take that book and you know everybody's hand is up we've all done this where we take the the activity from the book and we try it in our classrooms and it's like it's way too much all at once which is the reason that number one we have different lesson segments so we're not on the same song the entire time first of all that would make us go you know crazy with doing it yeah Yeah, doing it five (laughs) exactly exactly for a whole week but then the other thing is um it it doesn't give students a time to pause and let that information rest. And you as the teacher, like if step one doesn't go well, and that's the only thing you've had planned for the rest of your class, then it's like, oh, well now, now what do we do, right? So thinking about where are the natural stopping points and how do we break down activities, number one, in a single lesson, but then number two, what you're talking about is breaking them down between lessons, right? So I think that's, I think that's super, super duper important and we can, we can move on to musical transitions, but if you have anything else to, to add to that. Um...
1: Just one more piece um, off of what you said. So this idea that if you do like the first chunk and then it doesn't go well, and that's all you mm-hmm. have planned, not only is your lesson for that day um, kind of shot. Right. But then any opportunity that you might have to, I have a cat visitor, if anyone, <laughs> <laughs> really a cat a child. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, it's definitely a cat, the child's in the other room, but he's not, Quiet. Anyway. Um, so if you get to the end of like that first lesson chunk of that unit plan, then, and it doesn't go well, then not only is your whole lesson shot, but then it's like, I need to reteach that, but you don't have time yes. to go back and reflect on like why you retaught it. So then we just get in, caught in like this hamster wheel of like, just trying to do the same thing again and think on our feet, which sometimes we can do,
0: mm-hmm. but we're better
1: off as well. Kind of stepping back, um, and reflecting what, what we can do. Better. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And also, like, and I know that you and I have both had um, lesson segments that flop. So we're not up here on a high horse saying, like, no. if you don't plan this way, then everything will be a failure. Right. But no. we we have been in the game long enough and we learned more importantly, we've learned from people who have been in the game even longer. And so now with all of that, you know, compiled wisdom, we've been able to think about transitions and where to stop and where to start and how to back up and how to move forward and everything like that that, which is what we'll talk about today. Okay, so today we're talking about musical transitions. And Anne, I'm not sure what definition you are using for musical transitions. Um, I'll jump into mine first. And I'm going to imagine that I have a group of, oh, maybe second graders, maybe first graders. um, And we are singing two songs. I'll use the same ones for this episode and then next week's episode as well, just to to tag team it.
2: We're going to be walking in a circle while we sing. Agua del limón. Vamos a jugar.
0: And will you turn to someone next to you and say something that you notice and something you wonder? And this is my sign. And people turn and talk, then I give my sign, it's time to sing it again. And if we didn't hear this sign, if we didn't see my thumbs up, no problem. I'm just going to say,
2: here we sing. vamos Freeze.
0: And then I'll ask you another question you get in your group, then talk about that. This is um, agua de limones, lemon water. Let's play a game and the only one who is left. If there's one person left alone, then they're the one who remains. So eventually this is a matching game. So get in a group of two, get in a group of three, get in a group of people who like pizza, get in a group of people who are wearing the same color shoe as you, get in the same you know birthday month, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, so we've been playing the game agua de limones, vamos a jugar. Next, will you please clap those uh, words and put those words in your hands. And you don't have to clap this because I know you've heard it all of, you know, two times. (laughs) Uh,
2: So we're going to clap this together. Here we go. Agua de limones, vamos a jugar. Y el que quede solo, solo quedará. Will you
0: turn your bodies and face the board? And let's read this on tas and toddies. One, two, we speak it and we go. Toddy, toddy, ta, ta. Toddy, toddy, ta. Good. This time, will you put it in your hands and think the words in your head? Think your ta's and toddies in your head. Use your hands to say the words. One, two, we think it while we clap. But you know what? I was thinking about something because actually, when I was singing it in my head, I was accidentally singing <laughs> a different song. I kind of made a little bit of a mistake. Can you guess which other song I was singing instead? Was it Agua de Limones,
2: vamos a jugar? Was it Frog in the Meadow, can't get him out? Was it Clap your hands together, give yourself a shake? Or
0: was it a new song that we have not even learned yet? Which rhythm, sorry, which song on the board matches the rhythm that we have on the board? Which one could I have been singing instead in my head on accident? And then this is a turn and talk, figure it out. And then eventually we figure out that I am singing. Clap your hands together, give yourself a shake because it is the same rhythm as agua de limones, vamos a and then without saying anything else, they are going to figure out, you know, it's cut the cake and then I just go straight into it. And it's nice even with this one in particular because we're already clapping our hands together. And so it's just like our whole our whole body, like everything within us is moving to cut the cake. So that is um, super duper duper simple. If we want to keep it just with a rhythmic transition, if I, maybe let's imagine that I'm doing this with like early second grade, probably not with first grade, although, and you might do this with first grade because I know your melodic sequence is a little bit different
2: than mine. I can can go to so, mi, so, la, so, so.
0: And just ignore this whole second part.
2: Agua de limones. So, mi, so, la, so, so. Take your um, pitcher with your stick
0: to mix up your lemon water. <laughs> mix it up. And I've made one small change right
2: here. So, mi, so, la, Let's try it again, because we probably all didn't catch that little
0: change. Okay, so then we do it again. Take your stick, let's stir up our water.
2: Let's sing this one, here we go. So me, so me, la, so. That sounds like so.
0: And then we have our same list of questions that is still
2: Cut the Cake. Clap your hands together. So me, so me, lo so.
0: So two songs that are exactly the same. Agua de Limones, Moving to Cut the Cake. But we did a rhythmic transition, which is a great option. And then we can also do the same thing with a little bit more, um, you know, slipping and sliding our way through to do a melodic transition to the same thing. That is our musical transition.
1: I love that. Yeah, you gosh, it's always so funny how we think of things and aren't gonna end up talking about the same thing. But anyway, um, so what I love about this is there's an opportunity for students kind of discrimination, right? So mm-hmm. this, even though you facilitated this transition, you facilitated whether it's rhythmic or melodic, you facilitated and you're giving all this teacher-led information and giving lots of good thinking questions, the students are still really, really actively involved. They're yeah. reading, they're having to think about all of these other songs that they've mm-hmm. learned, and then they're having to apply that to figure out what's going to come next, which is super cool. Yeah, yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah, you probably have something pretty similar.
1: So what I yes so what I love about what you did is all of those would be known elements right yes, so because yes. you're showing the notation so it's like a ta tadi ta with a quarter rest mm-hmm. if you're doing something with a solfege it would be so mi la um so what if you're doing something that you're not going to use any notation with because maybe it's not known yet or not all of the rhythms are known yet or maybe not all the solfa are known yet so um. What does that look like? The other thing I want to address is yours was a direct, like drag drop, whoosh, first motive yes. is exactly the same, which is beautiful when it happens. And it happens a lot, you know, in the mm-hmm. repertoire that I know you and I both use in our classroom and most of us, because we're talking about those elemental songs, right? Yes. We talked about that in the past. Um, But what happens if that doesn't happen? What if you can't just drag and drop? What if you need to do some sort of transformation? So let's take the two, uh, let's take the song, Weevily Wheat. Mm-hmm. Don't want your weevily wheat, don't want your ball bo- Charlie. Take some flour in half an hour and bake a cake for Charlie. Let's just in there. We can do our timetables later. So just
2: <laughs> bake a cake for Charlie. Be my echo. Bake a cake for Charlie. Bake a cake for Charlie. do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. In B. I know. <laughs> At that point, the kids would just start singing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: So, what did I do there? So, I thought about something that would happen in. So, that was going into Al, um, Alabama, um. So, what I did was I thought about two pieces of repertoire. I use all the sync and time in like third and fourth grade, right? Um. Have. Um, Extended pentatone, so going into like low, 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 so below do type mm-hmm. of stuff. So maybe I haven't gotten to low so yet. Maybe I haven't done that, or maybe I haven't talked about ticket or maybe I haven't talked about single pile. You know, whatever your sequence looks like. So yep. there's ways to take what Victoria just did, what you just did mm-hmm. with notation, and then just like scale it way, way back so that there's still that student attention, but there's. And you're, and you're still focusing on those pitches, but it's in kind of like this abstract meter, right? And we're not doing anything that's tied to notation and nothing that's tied to solfa in the sense that students are being asked to sing with hand signs or know what that particular concept is. And I think that if anyone's listening like on the way to work, it's like, oh, I don't have a transition between <laughs> these two, two songs. That's something that takes practice with coming up with on the fly. But if you can practice like those transformations where you have like, here's this last motive, here's this mm-hmm. first motive, and then like what kind of steps, and it doesn't always have to be just one tiny change but Mm -hmm. what step can i take to get it just a little bit closer a little bit closer a little bit closer and then be off to the recess
0: something that i love the reason that is so useful is whatever else is happening in the classroom and you don't need to be at the board pointing Mm -mm. to standardized western notation as, you know, students are kind of figuring this out, you're everywhere while this is happening. Right. So you would say like, you would give a direction and then students are doing whatever they're supposed to be doing. And of course, in a class of 25, you have like a good majority of them who are on task. And then you have someone else who just needs you to go stand next to them and sing that motif. Right. And then someone else is going to go do something else. And then you're pulling out an instrument for something and you're like, you know, moving your papers around, whatever, but, like you can. And then also <laughs> you can extend this, right. It's so, like, mm-hmm. we need, we need a couple we need to try that one again. We need to make it shorter. We need to make it longer, whatever it is. Um, this is so flexible. And if you want to talk about something that's drag and drop, this is truly drag and drop um, because you don't need to have anything prepped and you don't even have to have had, uh, you don't even have to have analyzed your repertoire ahead of time, you know, in, in the same way that like a, a, a notation element would have to be analyzed ahead of time. Right. You want them to be like somewhat similar in the same ballpark, right? But even right. if someone's just driving to work right now and they're like, oh, these are not connected at all, you can still do the echo thing, right? And get, them, and get them there. Yes.
1: And maybe, I mean, who knows, maybe you have like two or three students who like you were about to do so, but you're like, I don't know if they really have it. So maybe yeah. it's like a whole class, but then also you gesture to just some individuals to see like, okay, where are mm. they? Like a quick assessment kind of thing, which seems like very meta to think about, like an assessment activity, like an informal thing, like in the transition between two activities. But it's mm-hmm. that. It's that type of just idea, that little spark that not only moves you through the activities, but also gives you a chance to kind of refocus students or kind of oh, see yeah. where they're at. Take that, take that temperature test too. So so yeah, that's kind of a more just like let's just think about transitions idea. Um mm-hmm. and then if you can get something up on the board, I think like what you what you did is is great, right? That's kind of like the next level up.
0: Sure. So sure. Yeah, universe, and the but- the thing that you did with um, the melodic piece, you could do the same thing clapping, and maybe mm-hmm, instead yep. of you know instead of just clapping, if you want to make it even fancier, right? You could just do this with body percussion. But the same, uh-huh, yep. it's it's just like a slow morph into the next thing, and there's no there's no time for students to kind of veer off and and move off task. And when they do go off task, there's something very specific to redirect them to. It just kind of corrals everything together. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So that's That's good. That's musical transitions. It's it's one of those things that's like, feels very complex. And then once you just start doing it, I think it just, you start doing it more, right? Like you just have to see those places where it makes a lot of sense to just add one in.
0: And would you say, Anne, um, as we wrap up here, would you say if someone is trying to figure out like how to start, they want to do what you just did and have like the mm-hmm. echo thing because it's just so darn useful, would you say um, that they are allowed to write it out and have it on a sticky note?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. Or what you could do is um, ba 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 ba, ta ti ta, ta ta ta. If you want to do it with just rhythm, you could just write that. That's how our song ended. Let me change one thing. If mm-hmm. you wanted to do that, right? So t t t t or t t t t ta ta was rhythm. So then change it to t t ta ta ta. Then change it to ta 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 ta. Then change it to cinco pa ta ta. Come through in a
2: hurry. Come through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So. You can do it that way if you don't feel like you have all the pieces in your brain quite yet. Yes. Same thing with soul thought, but yeah, it's definitely to talk about the.
2: <laughs> there them. Yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. okay, that's good. So that sets us up for next week when we get to talk about um, something that is maybe a little bit hairier. I don't know. It depends on, on what you think about that, Anne. Um, but when we have students doing more of these procedural and logistics changes, not just like musical material being morphed into other musical material, things like moving kids to other parts of the room and, and things like that, where the where the true chaos comes in.
1: Yeah. So buckle up. But in the meantime, <laughs> again, check out um, check out teachingmusictomorrow.com where you can search all the episodes, um, listen wherever you listen to podcasts, and check out the videos either on the website or on YouTube.